and then from the background the doctor is saying okay the heartbeat is coming back your heartbeat yes my heartbeat the nurse tells me do you realize that you were gone do you know that you were dead actually the doctor says she's going to come and explain what exactly is happening but mm. can you see her legs they are folded up they're folded up up until to to her chest a voice came and then it said pull down the legs Hen. so you're not scared of hurting her by pulling the leg like that so I opened and then immediately just pulled down the legs. They popped. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of I Have Been Through The Most Podcast. I'm Innocent. And I'm Millicent. And today we are celebrating 200k subscribers. <laughs> so excited. We did it. We did it. And we did it all because of you. So thank you so much for your love and support. Thanks for sharing the videos, for commenting, for liking, for listening on all these platforms, which mm -hmm. is YouTube, Spotify, as well as Apple Podcast. We love and appreciate you. This was actually our target um, for the end of the year. Yes. It's a, it's a few months before the end of the year and we've managed to reach the target. So we will keep the content coming. Come you did your part. We're going to do our part, <laughs> you know, and keep it flowing like the water. <laughs> Today we have an incredible guest. Her name is Happiness. She is here to share her story. And I hope that after this episode, you would have received your own happiness. Welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. Thank you for being here. Can you introduce yourself to our audience? Uh, my name is Happiness Gunaka, a mother of five from Tembisa. And um, that's just about it. <laughs> um, okay. Yeah, uh, currently um, working as a mom to an influencer, a two-year-old influencer. Ooh, <laughs> fancy. <laughs> Very fancy. And she keeps me on my toes. She's the one that actually brought me here today. Okay. Oh, wow. I mean, when you walked in earlier, I mean, the first person we see is your daughter. Mm, she's looking so cute. so cute, all dressed up. I mean, me and myself are like, this is definitely a little influencer. She's got a headbag, you know, cute shoes. I mean, everything. So we love it. We love it for her. Um, but I know there's a story behind um, where you are today. So yes. much happened. So take us through your story. Mm. So I'm a mom of five. And... Um, my first daughter is actually my stepdaughter, right? Mm -hmm. And uh, I've got a 15-year-old son. So um, Princess, the daughter, yeah. she comes after three boys. Whoa. Yes, she comes after three boys. So um, her story starts like this. Um, I was praying after having the three boys. I kept on having this yearning of having a daughter. I I wanted, yes, I do have my, my bonus daughter. I call it my bonus daughter. Oh. But um, I had this yearning in me that I, I, I would really love, you know, to, to give birth to a daughter and, you know, start from scratch with her, you know, give her different hairstyles and things like that. So um, I kept on having sons. I had my 15-year-old I had my 10-year-old, uh, and then I had my 6-year-old. So after then, I started uh, having miscarriages. When we kept on trying, me and the father, we had our first miscarriage. 
Um, we tried again. We had our second miscarriage. Yeah. We tried again. We had our third miscarriage. And then the last miscarriage was a ruptured ectopic. Now, so sorry about that. So that's four yes, miscarriages. That's four. Like back to back. back they to followed back. each other. Yes. That's Yo. hectic. Yes. So the actually the third um, miscarriage we had because I had an infection which I didn't know. We went to the doctor. Um, he didn't check on me. He just listened to what I told him. I gave him the symptoms. Then he gave me um, antibiotics which were the cause of the miscarriage because they cleaned mm. everything and flushed out. We didn't know I was pregnant. So just sure. when <laughs> I sure. the symptoms started kicking in, I took a test, found out that I was pregnant. The following day, I was bleeding. Mm. And then that was it. So that miscarriage. And then we went on to... Uh, Sorry. Okay. So then what caused the other three miscarriages? Do you know? No, I don't know. The, so you were never the, tested. There's no doctor that advised maybe this could be the reason. Um, with the with the first two, the doctors just said it, it's it's normal. It happens. Okay. There's never an explanation as to what causes it. Mm -hmm. And then up until the third one, and then that's when you know I found out that um, actually the antibiotics that I had taken mm. were the ones that caused it. Sure. Okay. Yeah. So we had our ruptured ectopic, and then by then I was just, you know, down and out. Because yeah. here I am, busy trying and praying, and asking God for 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 this daughter, but this daughter doesn't want to come. Mm -hmm. And then um, I remember with the ectopic, we actually went to the hospital because I had all the symptoms. The pregnancy symptoms, um, you know, nausea, everything. When we went there to the, it, it was a public hospital. We went to a public hospital. We went there and the doctors checked sauna and they couldn't see. They couldn't find a fetal pole or anything. They couldn't. But now the tests kept, kept on coming back and saying it, they're positive. There is a pregnancy. So um, up until the the second opinion doctor comes in and then she says, um, we can see that you you definitely are pregnant, but the fact that we cannot find a fetal pole or a heartbeat, I think it might be too soon. Maybe go back home and then come back on or come back next week and then next week we'll be able to tell. Probably there'll be a heartbeat and everything. Mm -hmm. So we go back home. I am in pain. There's this excruciating pain, excruciating pain, or on the left, mm. and you know I kept on telling myself it's probably yes I am pregnant, but maybe I'm having another miscarriage. Mm. But now this time it was different because I was not bleeding. There was no bleeding. There was nothing. It was just this excruciating pain on the left. So we had to wait for next week. Next week comes and then we go to the hospital. Again, it's sauna. The doctor says there's no fetus. There's nothing. Yeah. Up until she finally says, okay, maybe let's check on your tubes. And then immediately when she switches to my left tube, that's when she finds the fetus. The fetus is playing there. I, I could say <laughs> having fun. 
Yeah. How uh, many? How far along were you at this point? The scan said it was eight weeks. Eight weeks. Mm, okay. Yes. So the fetus was there, playing in the pool of blood, and there was nothing that they could do. So she says to me, "Had you slept today, you were not going to wake up. Mm. You were you were going to die because you are actually bleeding internally." So we have to rush you in to theater and um, get you cleaned up. So my thing is, I, I didn't know anything about, I, I don't know whether I should say, I, I, I didn't know anything about um, medicals and, mm. and, and, and how they do it. But I was hoping that, Okay, the baby's there. Mm. It's got a heartbeat. Can we not maybe move try the baby to move where it's supposed to be? Yes. yes. And then the doctor says, unfortunately, no, we're going to have to terminate. There's, we can't do anything. So <laughs> we go to theater and um, I sleep, fall asleep. And then when I wake up, my baby's gone. So <laughs> before I wake up, um, I, I, I felt this this warmth. I was just so warm and mm. in this deep, deep sleep. And then I hear them calling me. They're like, happiness, happiness, happiness. And I'm, I'm, I'm trying to continue sleeping, mm. but it's just so comfortable. But this person is disturbing me. And then up until I go, mm, because this, this person is disturbing me and I just mm. want to continue sleeping. And then I remember this nurse saying to me, Wake up, wake up. Why, why do you want to go? Why do you want to leave your children? And then from the background, the doctor is saying, okay, the heartbeat is coming back. Your heartbeat? Yes, my heartbeat. So the nurse says, wake up. And then she starts tapping me on, on my thigh. She's like, wake up, wake up. You, you, you're very naughty. Why do you want to go and leave your children? You, you can't do that. Wake up. And then I'm, I'm still confused because now I was drowsy from the medication mm. and everything. And I'm like, please let me sleep. She's like, no, we're not going to let you sleep because you want to go. So you can't go. Mm. And then the doctor says, okay, she's Because you were comfortable with that warmth, girl. You yeah. were going with the flow <laughs> on the other side. You're like, I am, I am this so feels warm. peaceful. <laughs> I'm so peaceful. Mm. I'm gone. I am warm. And, you know. So finally, I wake up and then they give me a shot quickly and then fine fast forward they give me medication i come to and then later the nurse tells me do you realize that you were gone do you know that you were dead actually mm. because we were trying so hard to wake you up and you were not responding mm. <laughs> it was a shock mm. and also a very sad moment because i kept on thinking about my children yes. Yes. and then finally i get discharged i go back home we get home and then after a few months, I believe, um, again, infection uh, symptoms. Um, and then I'm like um, to my husband, before I go and, you know, go to the doctor and then get um, uh, antibiotics and everything, maybe let's just firstly check just in case. Mm -hmm. Then we get a pregnancy test and then it comes back two lines. I'm pregnant. Oh. 
So I, I <laughs> that day, I think um, I bought about close to 10 to 15 <laughs> pregnancy sure. tests. What? Just make sure. To just make yeah. sure. And also make sure if the lines are getting darker. Because okay. with, the, with the previous, uh, the, the miscarriages, mm. um, the lines were not getting darker. So I would test almost every day just to make sure if the second line is getting darker. Okay. And when it starts getting lighter, then I know that something is definitely not right. Mm. So we went and then had to go the following week to the hospital to just make sure everything is fine. We get to the hospital, they run the tests, and then they're like, okay, yes, everything seems to be fine. You are pregnant. We have to get you uh, for a sauna. I get on the bed, sauna, and again, <laughs> the doctor says there's no fetal pole. Oh. There's nothing. So she asks for a second opinion and then the other doctor comes, she, che she checks and then she's like, oh, I can see something, but it does not really seem to be pregnancy. This could be a molar pregnancy. Sure. So this growth is mimicking a, the, pregnancy. a pregnancy. So you're but, not. But okay, emotionally, what are you going through at this point? Because you have lost so many pregnancies before. Mm. You're still trusting and praying for a child. A and baby girl. To a be baby specific. girl to be specific. Yeah. And it seems like every time you come close, something wrong happens. Are you still excited? Are you giving up hope at this point? Like emotionally, where are you? I am actually almost at the end of stopping i just want to stop i'm i'm done when my family kept on saying why don't you be grateful that you already have three sons and your body doesn't want to give you children anymore so just be grateful to god that you already have three sons at first i kept on trying because i i had this yearning and i wanted mm. this this daughter i wanted her i needed her and then <laughs> Lying there on the on that bed right there, and they say it's a molar pregnancy, and the doctor keeps on explaining, I am in pain. I just want to give up. I am mm -hmm. done. I'm done trying. Sure. So um, the doctor says, okay, you can go home and then come back on Friday. It was a Monday. She says, come back on Friday, and then we're going to have to schedule you for another um, operation. Mm to remove um, this yeah this the smaller pregnancy then I went home when I got home I didn't feel like you know going to bed and crying all over again mm. but now something just kept on telling me now you have to start praying mm. you have to pray more than you have prayed before so I wake up the following morning it was almost as if somebody had just said, wake up now. Yeah. I jump out of bed and then I say to my husband, do you know what? We are going to pray outside. We are going to go find a park, find... I just don't want to pray indoors. Yeah, yeah. Mm. yeah I, I, I want to go out. We went to a certain park. We went there and then I started praying. I prayed until I, I lost words. Mm. Sure. So we made it a norm that now every day we're going to go there. It's either we go in the morning or in the afternoon. Mm. It, was an, it was now our praying spot. We went there almost every day up until Thursday. Friday morning, I wake up, we pray again, and then we went to hospital. When we got there, 
we found a different doctor now. Seeing that doctor gave me hope because at least it was not the lady that told me uh, it could be a molar pregnancy and whatnot. Mm. I was deep down, I had this hope that, okay, this doctor might give me, you know, good news. Good news, yeah. And then the doctor says, okay, he reads my file. He goes through my history and then he says, okay, fine, go into the bed. I go into the bed and then sauna again. And then he says to me, do you see that there on the screen? And then I'm like, yes. He says, that's, that's your, that's your baby's heartbeat. That little flicker, that's your baby's heartbeat. And immediately I am crying. I am so happy. I, I jumped out of the bed and I went I, I I hugged him as if he was, <laughs> as if he was the one that exited <laughs> the baby. <laughs> I gave him a hug. I was thanking everybody that was there. Yes. The nurse. I was thanking her. I don't even know. Till today, I don't know. I feel so stupid because <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know why I was thanking her. But I kept on saying thank you, thank you to yes. everyone. And then he, he looked at me and then he was like, what? But why are you thinking us? And I was like, you know, I, I have been through a lot. Yeah. And right now, honestly speaking, I don't even care whether it's a boy or a girl. Yeah. I just want to hold my baby. I can't mm. wait. Can we just fast forward to nine exactly. months? Yeah. <laughs> so here I am. Normal pregnancy. Everything is good. We go for a gender reveal and we find out it's a baby girl. That's a bonus. (laughs) That's a bonus. And immediately I name her Princess Nganyezi because she is my star. Mm. Okay, fine. Nine months comes and then um, we are at 39 weeks. By then I couldn't walk. Mm. properly i was waddling i was in pain my um pelvic bone had dislocated Mm. so whenever i would go to the hospital because now they said after 38 weeks Mm -hmm. i was now going for checkups at the hospital instead of the doctor so i went there and then i would explain what was going on Mm -hmm. with my body i can't walk my legs are swollen pelvic uh, floor is is not holding I just feel I, I'm done being pregnant mm. but now the doctors kept on saying um, you need to carry until full term there's nothing we can do so you're 39 weeks they want you to just hang in there for one more week until you're 40 weeks until I'm 40 weeks but you can feel that because her pelvic bone was like I can even say like broken yes. almost because it's not normal yeah. anymore. So I can I- imagine walking okay. is mm. an impossible exercise. It, it, there was a burning yeah. sensation between the bones. I could feel, I felt as if uh, the bones were almost like yes, you rubbing, know, on, each rubbing on each other yeah. when, when, when I was walking. So I, I remember even Googling, trying to see if maybe... I could get um, a wheelchair to move me around. That's how bad Mm. the pain was. So I go to my doctor and then I explain everything that's going on. Then he says to me, unfortunately, there's nothing that the hospital can do. They they are going to insist that you have to wait until um, she comes naturally. Mm. And then he writes me a letter explaining 
the whole situation that's going on. Mm-hmm. I get home, I read the letter, and then something says to me, you know what, there's something wrong because when the baby plays, when, when she was playing inside, it didn't feel normal. Mm. Her kicks and the way that she was playing was just not normal, especially mm. given the, the fact that, you know, I've, I've had... You've had children. children so I know yes. how a baby should be playing. So this the the sauna that we had on her gender reveal was very funny because she was playing with her legs mm-hmm. almost as mm-hmm. if in a running position. Okay. Mm. But now close to the 40 weeks mm. the way that she she would play I would really hear her her, her bones pop inside. Yo. So when when you're silently sleeping like, you you how like you know, when, when you're in bed, sure, yes. and, you know, let's say it, it's, it's, it's quiet in the night, it's yeah. quiet, mm. and then you, you hear just a pop, a, a click from inside. something From like, her bones? Yes. Yeah. So I tried explaining it to the doctor, and <laughs> he, he laughed at me. He was like, no, um, maybe, maybe she's burping or something. You know, it, it's normal for babies. You can hear sounds, especially when it's quiet. Sure. So this thing kept on telling me there's something wrong. And mom's instinct is never wrong. Exactly. We're trying to tell the doctors, like, we respect what you do. But (laughs) please just also listen to me. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Because I can feel that there's something. And I always say she started communicating with me when she was in me. Mm -hmm. Because I kept on feeling. She kept on telling me that, mommy, I'm not fine. I'm not okay. So I took the letter that the doctor wrote mm-hmm. and then edit and now i had to now forge his mm-hmm. his handwriting because Yo. i want the hospital to take me seriously okay. because this doctor didn't see an emergency but you know this is an emergency yes and you knew you had to get an emergency caesar yeah so you don't want to wait until you you get into labor naturally well yeah the the hospitals were pushing for a natural labor i see mm-hmm. natural birth yes yeah. a natural yeah. a natural birth and the doctor was also agreeing with them mm. that we should wait for her to come naturally. naturally. But now she was saying, I'm not no. in a in a perfect mm. position mm. to come. So I now had to forge his handwriting and write, um, went to Google. Yeah. <laughs> Googled um, um, all the, um, the symptoms that I had. Yes. Found out um, the term for it was P- PSD. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, no, it was SPD, symphysis uh, pubis disorder. So now I had to find all the terms that doctors use mm, mm, mm. so that when they read, they are going to, sense. yeah, it, it's definitely going to make sense and they're going to believe mm. it's him. I wrote, um, you need to perform a, a C section oh. immediately. Yeah. This like, is an emergency. Is, what? <laughs> yes. So I get sure. there, it's 40 weeks. Um, no, it was 39 weeks. Um, 40 weeks is next week. Her birthday was supposed to be on the 21st of uh, December, which mm. was on a Monday. So I get there um, a few days before the, the week was about to end. Mm. I'm admitting myself. Mm. You risked <laughs> it, girl. Yeah. I, you risked it. You're like, you risk it. You're yeah. like, yo. I go there. I give them my letter from my doctor. And then they read and then they're like, oh, what's this term? So I was very shocked because when the nurses would open my file, some didn't even know the term. Mm. 
So they would ask me what what was the what condition is this? Yeah. So I had to explain, and then I remember this other nurse was like, yeah, um, some people like to be crybabies. Like, why would you even, you know, it, this is normal for a pregnant woman. It's very normal, you know. We've been through this. We've seen this, and it's normal. Mm. So. <laughs> The doctor finally agrees, and then she gives me a go-ahead. She says, okay, fine, Monday, we're going for C-section. Mm. I'm so happy. We waited. I was admitted. Uh, it's Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and then Monday morning, they come. They get me ready. I'm so happy and nervous at the same time. I'm mm. going to finally meet the stranger that was Aww. in me. And then we get to theater. They get me ready. It's done. And then... They scream, it's a girl. Did you ask them to scream? Yes, I did. Oh, <laughs> you're so dramatic. I did. They actually that time she knew the gender, but you know what? Like this girl. Oh, you wanted them to confirm. Yes, I wanted them to confirm. For the because, moment you've been waiting for all your life. Uh, girl, I've been hearing stories whereby they say saunas can be wrong. And yes. oh. so I just wanted to be sure, sure, Just sure. like in the movies, <laughs> it's a girl. <laughs> yes. So this, this one friendly nurse was like, what is it that you want us to oh, to do to just confirm it's a girl? And then yeah. I said, just please just shout oh. at the top of your lungs and just say, it's a girl. Oh. Immediately when she came out, they screamed. Everybody screamed. Oh. And it's a girl. But now after a few minutes, they look at each other and then they go silent. And then I start worrying because <laughs> she she was not much of a crier. So she she was like she cried and then everything everybody just went silent including her. Mm. And then I'm like ah please don't tell me she's it, you know I I can't be losing this one too. Yeah. And then the doctors take her to get cleaned and then they show her to me but not like the usual you know when they bring your baby here to meet your baby and then mm. they they were like from a distance and then they were like can you see your baby and then i said yes can i hold her and they said can you see her legs and then i said yes but can i hold her mm. then they said um they look at each other and then they're like okay no we're just gonna get her ready mm. and then once you're also stitched up and done you're gonna meet her that side then I'm like, oh, okay, fine. She's there. While they're busy with her, I can still hear her cry a bit and she's okay. And then immediately they move her away. Mm. And then I'm like, oh, maybe she's tired or something. I don't know. Yeah. Later, um, okay, we, the scissor was done at around half past nine in the morning. Mm -hmm. I waited until three to meet her. Five PM. PM. The nurse comes. She brings her, and still they're holding her in this awkward position. Awkward position. She's not wrapped up like every other mm, baby, yeah. baby. And then her legs are sticking out. And then she says, here's your baby. Are you happiness? And then I say, yes. Then she says, here's your baby. <laughs> so they're holding her in this, this awkward position. And then the nurse says, can you see her feet? Mm. Her legs, actually. And then I'm like... Yes, 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 I can. Can I can I breastfeed her? So you're saying yes, but it seems like you're not seeing what they're saying you should see because for the past couple of hours they've been saying, <laughs> can you see her? And you're like, yes, but they can see you're not seeing what they're yeah, exactly. trying to say. Which is why everybody kept on posing and, you know, looking me, staring at me in a, in a funny manner because yeah. I, I'm now thinking 
they wanted me to react in a certain way, probably mm. maybe start crying or think. So when they showed her to me, I saw her legs, but it didn't bother me because of the excitement. I was too excited mm. to ha- finally have her. A baby girl. So up until the nurse brings her clothes and then she explains, she shows me her legs and then she says, the doctor says she's going to come and explain what exactly is happening. But mm. can you see her legs? They are folded up. They're folded up up until to, to her chest like this. Sure. So it's almost as if the knee is inside out. Mm. So now the doctor is going to come and explain what's going on. But from what I heard, she might not be able to be mobile like every other normal child. Mm. Then I said, mm. okay, can I finally breastfeed her? I still don't care. Yeah. You yeah. like, <laughs> they don't get you. They don't get where you at. You're just like, I got my baby blessing here. Okay. I'm on cloud nine. Aww. I don't. And immediately after she explained everything and then she gave her to me, when I breastfed her, I kept on now visualizing myself carrying her and she is maybe now five years old and we're helping her to go to the toilet and, you know, to me, we I, I was already thinking Pre- for the preparing. future and preparing myself. But I was not sad. You were okay. I was okay. I was fine. I was happy. She's mine. She's my daughter. And then we... we, we so sweet. <laughs> we go into the ward. Now I have to dress her. But now her legs are... Mm. On her chest. A voice came and then it said pull down the legs now so she was on her on her cord Mm -hmm. still wrapped on in the sheets and Mm -hmm. everything so i opened and then immediately just pulled down the legs they popped and when they popped the same sound that uh, the 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 both the knees made was the same sound that i was hearing from Mm. in there so you're not scared of hurting her by pulling the leg like that? Till today, I, w- I won't tell you where I got the bravery, but mm. I, I was... I was you knew you where led. to do it then. Yeah. I, Something I, the, led This, you this to voice do it. just told me, you know, you need to pull down these legs because now. how are you going to dress this baby? Y- your baby's here, fine. The legs are here. Sure. But now how are you going to... Because if ever you keep on nursing this, uh, troubles are going to ha- come. So just pull down the legs now. And then immediately when I pulled them down, they popped. She cried. Mm -hmm. Her knees were green, super green because of um, the blood not circulating Mm -hmm. on the knees. Mm -hmm. So I pulled down and then she starts crying. But because she's not much of a crier, she keeps quiet again. And then I'm like, okay, fine. You're going to cry. But excuse me. We now you're gonna you need to get dressed. <laughs> so I dress her up. I dress her up quickly, and you know she's quiet again. So I'm like, oh okay, I fixed it. She's okay. She's fine. And then the nurse comes later on, and then only to find her that she's now the legs are now straight. Straight. And then she asks, what happened? What what what's going on? Oh. What did you do? And then I just said, no, I just pulled the legs. So I I. I was in shock also myself. And then I thought maybe I had broken her or something. Yes. Because now, you know, with normal babies, when they are about to cry, they start, kicking. you know, kicking. Yeah. And so she never kicked. And so 
the nurse said, are you sure? And then I said, yes. And then she says, we're going to have to speak to the doctor. Fine. I continue. But now this voice keeps on saying, you, you have to continue rubbing the knees. So whenever you change her, her nappy, make sure that you, you rub the knees with, with mm. Vaseline. Mm. So Vaseline was all that I had. <laughs> we, we, we're still in hospital. So I rubbed her knees every day and I prayed. I would pray. I prayed. Every nappy change that we had, I had to rub her knees and pray. Mm. Wait, what did the doctor say? The doctor only Did they came... go and check the baby after you... <laughs> I, I, I don't even know what to call it. It's like after Yo, you, you did your own na- surgery, doctor, mommy. <laughs> the doctor only came later. It Yo. was around 6 p.m., I believe. That's when she came. And when she came, <laughs> she didn't even notice that there was a a change or, or something different. She just you? came because she came with a file and mm. she knew my history and everything. And then because she was rolled up and sleeping there, she started explaining your baby might not be mobile like every other child. Mm-hmm. Um, basically, she was breached. So she was going to come bum first instead of head down. Mm-hmm. So she explains, but now... This can be reversed through surgery and things like that. Da, 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 da. I, I, I really can't remember word for word because I, everything was just blocked out. I was just still floating in my cloud nine. I didn't care. Mm. So she explains and then she says, um, because now it's December, we're going to schedule you for, for January. And then the doctors um, that are meant for these types of situations are the ones that are going to be seeing you. Then I'm like, okay, it's okay. Thank you. She leaves. We continue with our little prayer session with my baby. And then I keep on laying her on her belly so that the legs don't come up. Because when she's laying face up, Mm. you know, when she starts stretching, she feels the pain and then she starts crying. And Mm. you would actually see her shake from the pain. So I had to lay her on her tummy up until we are discharged. We go home, we continue with our praying and mm, rubbing her Mm. knees up until um, January comes. When January comes, her legs were fully normal. Her her knees were now used to moving and kicking and she was okay. So when we went to the doctor that we had an appointment with which is supposed to be for surgery <laughs> yes he he gave her a check and he was like is this the same baby and then i said yes this is her she says your happiness and then i said yes she he says that's princess and then i said yes he says but she's not supposed to be like this her legs are supposed to be facing the other direction, the other yeah, direction. Yeah. what happened then i said I, I don't know. <laughs> you pulled it down. That's yeah. what happened. Yeah. I was like, I don't know. <laughs> so he checks on her and he's like, everything looks fine. She's 100%. She's Yay. okay. She she can move. She's fine. She's fully yeah. mobile. And that's that's oh, when I knew. <laughs> oh my gosh. Hi, princess. Oh, <laughs> oh my and god. And she just walked here. Hey, baby. <laughs> Hi, Miss Influencer. 
Looking oh, all cute with a little handbag. Yeah. <laughs> she was sleeping. She just woke up and she's like, you know what? They're talking about me. Mm. <laughs> it's a good time to walk in. So wow. the doctors were just amazed because oh, <laughs> they knew that she, she might not be mobile and, and, and things like that. So fast forward, this is her. And then I decided, okay, I need to tell her story. Yeah. I I opened a page for her and then I posted her pictures and funny enough I got a lot of a lot of response from yeah. mummies that w- were also going through the same mm. and some also had to go under surgery and the legs were either corrected or mm. some were not corrected but it was Yo. a it was a big story. So a lot of mummies kept on saying you you've given us hope because oh. Girl, we were <laughs> we were so worried. Yeah. So in my heart, I kept on feeling, you know, there might be a mummy out there mm-hmm. that that might have um, got shocked and you know decided, you this is this is too too, too big for me. for me. This is too much. I'm just gonna leave this baby here and I'm out. You know, mm-hmm. but God was there. God was definitely with me. And there, that voice, I think God literally took you through that journey. So that I'll call it a prayer closet that you and your partner created to go and pray mm. i think that definitely contributed mm. to this as well but i yeah. salute you for your courage for your strength for your faith and for believing and for loving your child unconditionally mm-hmm. even before you met her and god answered your prayers and i pray even for those people who are still believing in god to bless them with mm-hmm. that miracle that they've been praying for for so many years it's possible it's real. It happened for happiness, and today she's got her little princess. Aww. So well done and congratulations! <laughs> yes, there was a princess at last. Yes. <laughs> but listen, disclaimer. Let's put this disclaimer out there, guys. Do not pull your kids' legs mm. <laughs> because mm. you know, um, we like call the doctor. It worked for you. You had a voice and it worked, and you followed, you know, that mom instinct. Yes, and you followed that voice. Mm. Um. But yeah, do the right thing. Yeah. We don't want yeah. mistakes. Don't say, hey, I, I had it on the show. And then when my baby's born like this, I'm just going to pull the legs. Please don't. You know, yeah, don't do that. Um, but I am so happy that, you know, you have your answered prayer right in your hands. She's absolutely gorgeous. We're going to follow her on Instagram. Yes, girl. Um, TikTok. And, and, and on TikTok, <laughs> on her social media platforms, you know, just to help her grow as an influencer. Thank and you. uh, you're doing an incredible job, mommy. Well Thank done. You. And congratulations once again. We appreciate you sharing your story, sharing hope. This is what the show is all about. You've been through the most, but you are standing. Mm. Come on now. <laughs> Thank you so much for following us on all our social media platforms. Please do continue to follow us on Instagram, TikTok. We are there popping and making sure that we are relevant and on time. Please also listen to this podcast on Spotify as well as Apple Play. Thank Mm. you so much for myself, Innocent, and myself, Millicent, and our awesome, awesome guest, Princess and Happiness. Happiness. It's It's bye bye for now. now.